everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. The podcast is split into two parts. First, we talk through our top five of the week. And then in part two, we answer your questions and discuss a particular topic gathered from the At Home With Facebook group. And this week is all about friendship. Aww. Hi. Lily, oh my god, we have to say what we've just done. We just have, Lily, like we've had a bit of a laughing fit. Oh, yeah, we have. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. You know when you just like, you're like, oh no, this is the beginning of the end. When you start, we were trying to record some things. <laughs> Can we say what we were trying to <laughs> Probably not. We were trying to record some things and be professional and actually the giggles started and this is the worst for me and Lily because it's like, when it starts, you did a really good job of nipping it in the bud there, but like it starts and then we can't stop and it takes us 10 minutes to do something that could have taken one. It's easier on FaceTime. If we were face-to-face, oh. that I would not have stopped laughing. No. But like, you know when you're just like, oh no, I'm laughing at nothing, but now I'm now I'm going to laugh every time. <laughs> I managed to get through it in the end. Oof. I'm proud of you. How are you and how was your week? Have you got a peak of the week? I'm good. Yeah, I had like, I've had quite a busy week, which has been nice, um, but I had quite a chilled weekend. Nice. Uh, what has my peak of the week been? My peak of the week is that we kind of have a new family Saturday lockdown tradition going on. And it's cute. Okay. It's cute. I love it just being more at home, but kind of trying to find ways to just enjoy that, I guess. And this kind of came out of nowhere. Rich did it. But every Saturday now, we buy a roast chicken and then we cook it with gray so it's really cute she like does the salt and the pepper i mean it's a bit oh. weird she looks she looks at a roast chicken like a, a raw roast chicken and goes cluck cluck and i'm like mm. oh no i mean it's good that she knows what she's eating where it True. comes from but like a bit weird but anyway True. apart from that she loves doing the salt and pepper and putting cutting up all the veg with us oh. and then we eat early with her so she eats at like five so we eat dinner with her it's so cute because she just sits there feeding herself and we just like have try and have like civilized conversations together <laughs> And then we do bedtime and bath time and then we're done. We don't have to come down and like make dinner. We can just enjoy our Saturday evening. It's actually really nice to just eat early. Like we never eat that early. Um, And to eat with her as well. Like you're eating as a family. That's so nice. Yeah. And we've just really been enjoying like getting into roasting a chicken. It's so random. But we have leftovers (laughs) for days. We made like a chicken curry the next day and chicken sandwich. And it's just really just great i love it really into it it's combining like of the week. all of your favorite things like cozy winter nights food family time that's like absolutely all the the trifecta you know exactly love what that. about you what's your peak of the week i think i know what this is gonna be oh my god lily i finally used my sculpted kit yes <laughs> i finally used it if you guys i feel like we mentioned it on a very very early episode of the podcast very yeah, like early. first lockdown first lockdown 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 like 1.0 um <laughs> lily bought 1.0. one um lily bought a sculpted kit and then i saw her that she bought one so i bought one for me and my mum. and you did yours with deb's didn't you like yes way back when um and so i finally cracked it out my mum was like oh anna we've got them like let's get them out this weekend we have spent hours like, because you get a lot of clay. Yeah, you do. You get a lot. And we've got two kits. We had like four bags of clay. We've only used like one and a half. 
Um, and we just sat there for hours. Like, I don't even know what the lads were doing. I think my dad was watching like Soccer Saturday and Mark's like playing a game. I'm surprised Mark didn't want to get involved. I thought he'd be into that. He kind of did. But then he was like, um, I'm actually transferring all of my Spotify um, over to my Apple Music and I'm really enjoying doing it. And I was just like, fine. Like <laughs> he was having like a digital organization moment. And I get it. Sometimes you're in the zone, aren't you? You're kind of in the zone. He didn't want to leave his zone. That's fine. He did commission. I've like made a little tray for him to put bike bits in um but it commissioned was, yeah literally i was like on a commission it was so fun it wasn't super messy it's basically just air dried clay like an air dried at home like clay kit you can make whatever you want it comes with little tools um you have to buy the paints extra but i did buy a couple of extra paints and it's just a really fun activity that honestly me and my mom spent the whole weekend doing you need a lot of time for this that's what i would yeah. say like we made them on Saturday. We were there for five hours. I really got into making like vases and thinking I was some kind of ceramicist and just like <laughs> thinking I was way better than I was. But my mom- I liked made... your wibbly vase. It was cute. Oh, did you? Thank you. Yeah. And then my mom made um, little bunny rabbits and she's like <laughs> making them for all of her friends. She's like, this is for Sue. And she's like, you can give these to your friends who are having babies. I was like, okay, mom. Like she got really, really into it. Um, and then yesterday we did our white like coat, like base- base paint and then I actually think today it's like a three-day thing today we're going to finish off with like the paint and the glaze on top um but yeah such a good like time waster but something to focus on oh my god I love that I just think it's such a nice I find it so relaxing to just sit and do a bit of pottery I love it 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 is and we completely switched off we just switched off and like we're kind of in silence like quite a lot of the time just in the zone it was lovely so nice uh, to be honest I'm more intrigued by the fact that Mark's moving everything from Spotify over to Apple Music <laughs> he's got the what? new he's Why? got the new like I don't know what it is the package where you get everything you get Apple Fitness and this and that and, uh, and like storage and he's like you really should move over and I'm like I just love Spotify too much yeah I'm, I'm terrified of Apple Music yeah it's like the one thing of Apple that I don't like so Amen. I'm intrigued by that okay watch like share repeat Lily I found um, someone who I really enjoyed following on Instagram via Reels. I feel like most people don't watch Reels like on Reels. Do you know what I mean? They just watch it on their feed. But I yes. like to go to the Reels section and okay. keep swiping. Okay. And I really like it. There's a lot of stuff that's just been carried over from TikTok that's a bit annoying, but it's getting there. And there's this one lady who I think did become popular on TikTok and she's now doing Reels. She's called Liv Judd. Oh. Don't know if you felt you'd no. really like I've her. I've heard of her. She's Canadian. She's a former magazine editor and she does like fashion reels, um, which I totally want to like copy the way she does them because they're just really chilled and cool. But oh, I hope it's not like offensive to say this, but it's a compliment is that she's like slightly older. She's just not like the typical person you see. She's not like super young. She's maybe even our age, our age or a bit older, but yeah. it's just so nice to see that slightly more mature like style. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, she, she's more like your taste. She's just very cool and very smart. Um, and uh, yeah, I really love her reels. So oh. that'd be my, my recommendation this week. Okay, definitely adding that one what to about my you? list. Oh my God, my one sounds so silly now, Lily. Always do this. I don't know. Yeah, but know. you always have a serious one and when I've got a silly okay, one. Okay, this is really silly. This is just like, you know, some things just go like a little bit viral on one day and everyone's sending the same thing to each other on WhatsApp. And my friend messaged, <laughs> we're in like a group of four with my friends. He goes, this is for the friend episode, so it feels very applicable. And one of them said like, oh Mel, there's this guy on LinkedIn and he like really wants to connect with you. Like, um, I don't know if you know him though. He's called Scott Chegg, right? Scott yeah. Chegg. Oh. 
And then, so like, my friend now was like, look, she's like, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. Like, and they're having this little back and forth. And then Laura's like, oh, do you want me to send a photo? And she sends a photo and it's like a photo of a man in a scotch egg. Like, it's it's so silly. It was so silly. But it really tickled me. Like, it's just that like funny thing. I love that like my friend was playing this practical joke. I just think that's so funny. Scotch egg. Scotch egg, if you don't know, is like an egg in sausage in like breadcrumbs. It's a little like snack. Personally, I'm not a fan. I'm really not a fan. But yeah, it was just a little like man in a in a in a scotch egg. Wow. Lily's kind of crying a bit. What has this podcast come to? <laughs> scotch egg know. practical joke. Look, nice little practical joke. Okay, top of the box. Like, let's like, is it is this highbrow this week or lowbrow? Um, medium brow. Okay, okay. The Crown has started again. Oh, I've heard. I've heard. Season four of The Crown. Oh my God. It's just one of the best programs ever. <laughs> I love the production, the costumes. But this season has Margaret Thatcher yes. and Princess Diana. Yeah. Who I'm a big fan of. Um, and it's just so interesting. Like I was I was young. I was like a young teen when Diana died. And I remember I like, kept the newspaper. And so I don't really know a lot of the backstory of stuff. And it's just so interesting hearing like, oh, Oh, that's why that oh that's how they met oh that's and I just I really really love it also isn't it Gillian Anderson as she's Margaret Thatcher yeah, yeah. she's brilliant I just love her but like little funny anecdotes like Margaret Thatcher goes for a day of activities with the queen and she gets all dressed up in this like super smart outfit with heels and the queen's in like wellies and like a <laughs> parka and she's like what the hell are you wearing this is like you never <laughs> see the behind the scenes of the queen being like that and you're like oh my gosh she's so not what you would think the queen. Um, it's, it's really funny i love it i love you like chatting about the queen like we know her like we have actually met her at a blogger event good mates yeah 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 <laughs> we go way back we go way back what about you what's your top of the box so obviously my top of the box is you know living with parents like the classics (laughs) um they love the educating series there's been like different ones and it's educating manchester that is on at the moment it's on channel four they basically like put cameras in a school in a secondary school and it's just funny like what kids get up to like oh my god it just really cracks me up is it current is it like with covid no no it's recorded back in 2018 um, oh, yeah, was, like, I've seen other ones. One day they had the fake babies in school. Like, you know, the <laughs> fake baby. And there was a rumor in our school that we were going to get the fake babies. They were like, oh, in year 11, you actually do get to take a fake baby home. And like, it never happened. But everyone was really excited about it. Um, and it's great. Like, they, they have fake babies. Some, some of the kids had some pets, like, one week. It was just... Kids are crazy. Aww. They get up to, like, the craziest things. And it just makes you really nostalgic for, like, being silly in school. You know. Oh my god! I remember that my sisters—they went to a different school than me—and in secondary school, they had like a thing where they had to take an egg. Oh my god! This is so funny. I just remembered. So they got coupled up, right? Just so old school, like boy and a girl. Yeah, put yeah. in a couple, and then they were given an egg, and they had to decorate the egg with like put a little face and hair on it, and they had to look after that egg for the weekend and like not kill it. And that was their baby. <laughs> And they had to take turns looking after it and make sure it didn't like crack. Oh my God, that is so funny. I need to text my sister to remind her of that. What a weird thing to do. What a weird thing to do. And it also really just like hammers home, like teachers, you are amazing. You're doing an amazing job. Like, oh my word, like the hormones, you know, adolescence, you know, it was a time. And I just watch it and I'm just like, teachers, you're incredible and you're amazing. And thank you so much for what you do. Teachers are amazing. I was talking about your friend the other day as a teacher to my friend, just being like, can you imagine being one of the teachers that like, 
spends time outside of work coming up with nice things to do for your students they're just wonderful people I know a lot of teachers and they're all so nice like one of my teacher friends literally makes like his own stamps to like yeah that's what I was telling my friend and it has his name on it like Mr whatever his name is oh it's so cute yeah Mr whatever his name is well I don't want to you know I don't want to say the second name Mr whatever insert name here (laughs) (laughs) it's so cute my teacher friends are so cute and honestly what you do is amazing so there you go yeah right show and tell Lily for the week what have you got and have you got it with you because we always I have I love a visual you know yeah (laughs) I've got a visual for you okay. you have these oh okay. they are the Starface <gasps> hydro stars yeah now i got these a while ago and i haven't really spoken about them yet because i wanted to fully make sure i had a, an opinion so for anyone who can't see which is everyone um <laughs> this is a <laughs> this is a little yellow box yeah 12 pounds you open it up and it's got sheets in it with yellow star stickers yeah so these are basically spot stickers. And I've had loads of messages of people being like, why are they stars? Like, why can't you just get clear ones? Yes, I agree. If you want to wear these to go outside in and you're not like a 14-year-old TikTok star, um, then just get clear ones. But I, I wear these at home and they're quite fun. But the idea is that they're hydrocolloid. Yeah, that's how you say it? I hydrocolloid. Mean, yeah, sure. I'm not- <laughs> I've taken this from the website. They're hydrocolloid pimple protectors. Uh, clinically proven to absorb fluid shield spots from the outside bacteria and prevent skin picking the result starry night vibes and a happier skin basically when i feel a spot kind of coming or it's like or or i've just put just any sort of sore spot i pop one of these stickers on i leave it on overnight it looks ridiculous gray tries to pick it off she's like (laughs) oh you've got a star on your face um but then it works i don't know what it is but when i take the sticker off it's just like Look, I don't know if you can see the spot here, Anna. This was like huge and gross and horrible last night. And now it's like barely there. It's so- I don't know if it's because it stops me touching it or yeah. if it puts some lovely product into it that calms it, but it works. It really dim- it diminishes. Like I'm not saying yes. it like completely gets rid of it. It really helps to diminish. I have actually worn one out of the house. Have you? Yeah, I cut off the little corners to make it just a circle. It was like back in the day when we could have dinner with other people and I just had like a little yellow like dot on my face and I was honestly there for about three hours and I was like oh sorry I've got like a little spot sticker and they were like you know what we actually thought nothing of it like you know that's just very you and you know what Lily I've literally I had the whole pack so it comes in like a plastic kind of pack because you're a bit like oh plastic but the refills just come in like cardboard and you can just add them back into the pack and I have two refills under my bed because I yeah, love them they that work. Much. Oh, yeah, I'm really. It almost like them. skips a few steps of the spot. It yeah. takes the spot from day one to like day five, and you're like, "Oh, great!" That is the most perfect explanation. Yeah, you like yeah. Sk- you skip up like the lifetime of the spot. I love it. I love it so much. Yes, yes. What about you? What was your show and tell? I haven't told Lily this. It's big news. I've bought. <gasps> How dare you keep things from me? The new iPhone. Ooh. I know. So I had the iPhone from two years ago. So is that the iPhone 10? I think I had the iPhone 10. Oh my God. No, the camera on these newer ones. <sighs> when you use them for work, come on. I know. And you know what? I bought it mainly because of the camera. Cause like I kept having to use Mark's one. Mark had the one from last year. Um, and every time I get the new iPhone with the new camera, every couple of years or so I think that it's gonna make me look amazing right I'm like I'm gonna look so great I'm gonna start doing front-facing like Instagram stories of me talking because I'm gonna look so good and then I get it and I'm like wow makes me look even more like an egg (laughs) no 
<laughs> just because I'm like, oh, I've aged two years. Like, actually, no, of course it's not going to make me look better. No, but the portrait like, mode oh is so good. Oh. And also, when you move, the wide angle camera is so good for like before photos of a room oh okay yeah that's a good yeah, yeah we the like point that. five wide when you like zoom out it's very good for yeah it's, rooms. so so far i'm feeling it i'd say the setup wasn't like a hundred percent it was a little bit glitchy but we got there in the end i haven't had to enter any new passwords which is a win in my book and the pickup was very very sleek like obviously a socially distanced pickup they literally like come outside the shop and hand it to you it was really quick and easy normally when you get the new iphone you have to queue for like hours so i was like cool um but yeah so far i really like it um Enjoying but yeah it. still makes me have i look like i have a double chin so you know rubbish I, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the difference is between that one and the one i've got which still has the kind of three cameras on the back i don't know if there's much i don't difference. think I'm there's like, much difference if i'm honest it's not like a big change. So I think I'm going to hang on to mine. But yeah, I'm glad you've got a newer one. I'm, I think you'll enjoy I'm the camera. I'm really excited. So guys, high definition coming to your Instagram stories immediately. <laughs> you better get those spot stickers out. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lily, what have you got for 100% yum? So I feel like apart from my roast chicken, I haven't really eaten anything particularly worth talking about this week. But I did send a gift to someone um, you know all about these, but I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast yet. Sorry if I have. But it's the Beverly Hills Bakery <gasps> Classic Muffin Basket. This is my go-to gift for anyone that's basically had a baby. Um, or I sent one to Anna recently when she wasn't feeling well. Yeah, I was um, if say, you're you in... sent me one, but yeah. I definitely didn't have a baby. And it was amazing. <laughs> but I thought you'd have FOMO. I'm like, yeah. you haven't had one before. So you can either get a, a basket, which is all wrapped in cellophane. looks very pretty if you're in London. If it's out of London, they send it in a tin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's called the Beverly Hills Bakery. I would say the website is a bit of like a nothingy website. It's not, it doesn't look very impressive, but the muffins and the brownies and everything you get inside is so delicious. It's like what I got when I had a baby and now what I send to everyone else when they have a baby and I would highly recommend it. Such a good gift and they lasted really well and they yeah. tasted so good and the tin as well. Like, honestly, me and my oh. mum are like fighting about that tin a bit. She's like... <laughs> You can take it with you. I'm like, I think I might. She's like, oh, it's really good tin. I'm like, yeah, no, it's. it's oh, that's good. Well, that's yeah. a reason to get the tin over the basket. Then you can yeah. reuse it, I guess. Exactly. So, 100% agree. I that is 100% yum as well. Yeah. <laughs> yum. What about you? What's your 100% yum? So I know last week I mentioned the Claire Saffitz dessert person book, and this week I actually, honestly, I had a really nice weekend, like a chill weekend. I did my pottery, and then I baked some brownies, and they're the malted forever brownies and I think I mentioned it oh I did I mentioned it on the podcast and I was like I really want to make these malted forever brownies but we don't get malted malted milk powder here I don't know what that is really well the Facebook group thank you guys you messaged (laughs) on the Facebook group and you were just like hey babe it's them Horlicks and I was like oh you know those what's Horlicks like like hot chocolate yeah like the kind of OT kind of the malted like chocolate drinks I don't think I've ever had like one. a sleepy time kind of chocolate drink you were like oh, it's right. Horlicks and I was just like oh my god how could I be so stupid of course it's Horlicks thank you so much to the commenter who left that post and my mom had some Horlicks and so I got to make these malted forever brownies they're really nice because they're not too sweet and the texture is so spot on the texture is so spot Ooh. on of these brownies I was super happy with them um my family had them with some ice cream last night for dessert they've got thumbs up all around they've got dark chocolate in milk chocolate in they're really good and they were very easy as well so super super into those 
Did you order the ice cream because you knew you were going to make the brownies or do you just always have ice cream in the freezer? Because I'm always intrigued by this. My mum always has ice cream in the freezer. Vanilla. It's fascinating. Always. Really? <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't have ice cream in the freezer unless it's like summer or... But I'm jealous of people that just like always know that there's ice cream in the freezer. So when it finishes, you'll just get more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% there's always <laughs> ice cream in the freezer and there is always like a couple of um of like tins or cardboard cartons of... um custard as well obviously just so we're always ready for dessert we are dessert people here we like to make sure we have our accompaniments like ready to go i like like a single cream so we've got mince pies at the moment i'm like oh i wish we had some single cream but why would we just have single cream in the fridge because it would go off unless you're yeah it's fresh you can't do that like you can't do that you're not you're not an extra thick double cream kind of gal i don't think so because i like to like drink up the cream at the end like it's soup like when I was a kid, I used to just put single cream in a bowl and eat it. So I don't, I don't have anything against like a thicker double cream. Like I would have that too, but I think I prefer like the pour of a single cream. <laughs> okay, guys, and on that note. <laughs> Maybe we should do a whole episode about cream. <laughs> on to friendship we thought um what i asked actually on instagram stories what topics you guys would like to see we're just doing a bit planning before christmas and everyone well there was a lot of people who wanted to see here an episode about friendship and also like relationships as well like romantic relationships so we're going to be the love doctors next week we're going to save that one till next week so (laughs) store up your questions put them on the facebook page but today we are talking friendship and by far the most asked question. This question was so asked on the Facebook group. Raya asks, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on making friends as an adult. Post-university, I find it so hard to meet like-minded people. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And there was also like an additional extra comment from Laura. She responded and she wrote this, absolutely. How do you make friends as an adult? I know people recommend joining clubs or hobby groups, but where I live, none of these groups run in the evening or the weekends. So if you work full time, then you're screwed. I have made friends through work, but it's not the same. I feel like this just gets harder as you get older. I'm 40. Lily, what are your thoughts on this? It is really hard. And I feel like if I thought about it, I was like, oh, I never make new friends. But then actually, if I really thought about it, I'm like, actually, there has been the odd time. Hmm. I kind of have to like take the pressure off. I think there's like a few different ways. I think there's like the tech angle. So obviously people know there's like apps like Bumble or for mums, there's like apps like Peanut. Um, if that's the sort of thing you want to do. I've never like properly used one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would. And I think that's if you're if you live more in a secluded place, I think that's a good way to go. I think social media as well, like like you guys already seem to be doing on the Facebook group, reaching yeah. out to like minded people. If you see someone who always comments on the same photos as you, like what's the the risk or the harm in like reaching out to their DMs? Um, so that's kind of like the tech side. I think also there's something really special in making friends with your friends' friends. Mm-hmm. And that's happened to me a lot. Like I've formed a friendship with one of my best friends as other friends because we had babies at the same time. So we had something in common. Or like friend, there's a girl who I've known forever since I was like 10 that we've never really been friends. We've just had friends in common. And now suddenly we're, we're developing our own little friendship because you have something in common. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but then also things like classes, exercise classes, baby groups. It's just, I don't think it's finding the people that's hard. It's, it's, it's developing the friendship. It's making that first move and asking someone if they want to go for a coffee. That's the hard bit. Because it feels like you're dating. It's almost like a, it's a form of dating. Like, yeah, you can have that. Yeah. Or we stand outside our ex- exercise class and like have a chat. But how do you take it to the next level? And I think that's kind of something that comes with age and confidence is just going, do you want to go for a coffee sometime? Yeah. If they don't want to, they won't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'll be like, yeah, sure. And then you can text and follow it up. If it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. But if they might be like, yeah, that'd be really nice. That's just the first move. I think you're so right. Like, all of the things I've written down are really similar. Like, exercise classes is definitely some, like, has been really good for me. That Especially if it's quite an intimate class. Um, like when when I go spinning it's a bit different because obviously like it's loud there's an instructor like you can't really you don't really talk to the people around you but Pilates is quite small and you're all kind of I don't know you're all kind of like there together and obviously it's quiet so maybe if there's a move everyone's struggling with and you're all kind of like having a little laugh about it and that feels like a bit more of a community so I would say through my Pilates classes I definitely made some friends through that like and not super super close friends but friends that if I was like oh let's go for coffee I know that we would um, and like Lily said, like an online community, even like you said, you notice that someone's always commenting and you're always commenting or you find someone on Goodreads who has like re- is reading the same books as you, like something like that. Or on the Facebook group. I mean, some people have like developed their own little conversations on the Facebook group and probably taken it off the group and taken it to like Instagram DM or like WhatsApp or something like that. So it could be, I mean, we've obviously made a ton of friends through our community and what we do and blogging. And so is it that you're a blogger and you could connect up with other food bloggers, for example? And I've also put Hindus because kind of what Lily's saying that like making friends with your friends' friends, that to yeah. me like always happens on Hindus because my friends are quite separated. I end up sometimes being like on the Hindu only knowing the bride or the to be bride and maybe like one or two other people but not like I'm super close with so I find when I go on Hindus I really have to like go all in and like obviously me and Debs are quite good friends like that's technically yeah. like Lily's friend but Debs was um messaging me yesterday because she made my cookies and that's really lovely and also some friends from like my the other Hindu I went on earlier this year we've been, they've opened a store in Stourbridge, which is like where Mark's from. And I like posted it on my feed and they were like, oh my God, like we're so gutted the wedding got canceled. Like obviously so gutted for our friends. And we were looking forward to hanging out with you again. And like, we'd love to go for drinks when you're back. And I don't know, that kind yeah. of, it's it might not be like a super, oh my God, best friend friendship, but it's still like a nice thing to have and something that could develop more. Debs is really good at that because she, I remember when we made friends, she was like, oh my God, I love Anna. Like, where did she come from? How did you find her? She's so great. And um, and then, and I would also be good at being like, oh my God, you guys would get on so well. Like you should message. Yeah. And Debs, I, I don't know if this is a bit sherry. Sorry, Debs. <laughs> Debs has recently formed a friendship with another one of my friends. Um, and she's really good at that. And I think you just have to put yourself out there and know that like, what is the risk? Like, yeah. what, there's no like, all happens is it doesn't develop into a friendship and you haven't lost anything by like trying. Oh, that's um, so true. Got, yeah. It's all about like, it's, it's hard, but it's the balance of like putting yourself out there and knowing that you might get a little bit like pushed aside and maybe it's not exactly what you want, but it could be, it, you, it, something amazing could come out of it. So it's that yeah. like taking that risk. But yeah, I feel you. Definitely. It's, it's definitely like harder as you get older. Safi asks, I'm almost 25 and genuinely don't have many friends. I have some close friends who live further away, but me and my boyfriend don't really have anyone we can just go out for a drink with or make dinner for in normal times. How do you suggest making friends? It often feels forced 
or awkward if not a natural friendship and how do you find couple friends when you and your partner get on with them and their partner so I guess this is like a follow-on from the other question like obviously you've got like your own personal like finding friends but finding couple friends I have a little anecdote to share here um this has happened to me like this can happen and it can be like in a way when neither person has previously known another person do you know what I mean obviously you've got couple friends I'm sure like Rich has friends that you're like you meet his friends and you meet the friend's partner and it all kind of works like that but it can work if no one knows anyone so Mark joined a five-a-side football league a couple of years ago and like that's five guys some of those had like girlfriends wives whatever and we all like kind of started going down the beach together or like going to the pub together and because the boys wanted to hang out like not just doing five-a-side football they'd be like oh let's do this let's bring the partners along too and like from that lots of like little friendships have happened like one of the girls oh my gosh her book like reading list is amazing so we now message on Instagram all the time and we're like I'm like what are you reading she's like what what are you reading and we're we're like chatting about that and that's such like me and Mark did not know these people at all like two years ago so I think things can happen like that and that can definitely like develop so that's kind of coming from a hobby and then it can develop if you know I think it's quite nice I think that's so nice I think and also I think if it is like a work colleague or someone you play football with like often you will see so much more of that person and get to know that person so much more when you see them outside of that environment. Yeah. And if you like meet their partner and then you'll be like, oh, wow, now I know so much more about them. And yeah, like you said, that's a really good way. And then you might get on with their partner. So I think work colleagues is a good place to start. Yeah. Maybe like neighbors. Like yeah. I keep finding there's like other young couples are am I still young couples our age on our road and I'm like oh rich like they seem nice we should be friends with them like neighbors is a good place to start as well oh my god I would love to like make friends with my neighbors how cute would that be oh my god I wonder who your neighbors are gonna be. I know I'm so excited <gasps> I'm so excited you'll be good neighbors to have oh yeah but you're right that's really sweet I remember so my parents have actually got new neighbors and they the people who have moved in near my parents um their old neighbors love them so much they help them move in and they used to have games Aww. nights all together like how yeah, nice it's really would that nice. be if you could just like pop round and just like have a games night or pop round and your kids can all play together or yeah whatever. our old like, place we never used to like talk to our neighbors we didn't know them and then now it's so nice like our neighbors they like know gray and yeah. like we say hi and rich helped sweep the leaves for our neighbor the other day Aww. um so yeah that is that is a good place to make a couple of friends but also know that you don't have to have a couple friends. There are so yeah. many people who just have separate friends and there's no point like forcing it either. Yeah. Like you might one day meet a couple where it both works, but you don't have to just because you see other people doing that. It's not like a rule. Agreed. Um, Divya asked, have you ever experienced a friendship breakup and what was the outcome? I personally think friendship breakups can be so much harder than relationship breakups. Would love to hear your thoughts. And then there's a comment a bit further down from Katie about how she had a friendship breakup and then they ended up back together. That's nice. That's so nice. Lily, have you had a friendship breakup? From what I remember, I don't think there's anything like dramatic. There's not like a big, I mean... Not like any sort of friendship that was like a proper friendship to begin with. Definitely like, but I think it's kind of harder in a way because there's no like clear end to it. Yeah. It's not like when you break up in a romantic relationship and it's like, that's it, we're done, we're over. I don't want this anymore. And there's like a conversation of like, this is the end. Whereas the friendships, they tend to just kind of like fizzle out. Yeah. Like something happens that changes the way you feel towards them. And then it's like, 
too hard to go back and it's just you just stop talking so in a way I find that harder but then also like you just said that means that you can kind of come back to it one day I if you want to and I think that's the important thing to remember is it doesn't have to be this like oh my god we're breaking up and I'm never going to speak to this person ever again because I personally have gone through quite an intense like friendship breakup we're talking like mid early 20s here this is not like in recent times but one of my super super close friends like I have I think I'm sure I've told Lily this story before I'm sure she knows who I'm talking about and if not I'll tell you afterwards super super close friend of mine you'll be like what that's crazy um we didn't talk for maybe like two years like a really long time really long time and it just wasn't right for us like we just weren't in the same headspace like we were just not good for each other like it just and and you're right I don't think there was ever a major row that like ended it it was more of like a fizzling but I think she probably thought the same it was just like we're not like there right now so her head somewhere else my head was someone somewhere else we're focusing on different things and then I just really missed her I just really really missed her and I was just like for all of you start to realize you're like oh for all those times you make me feel crazy you also are just like brilliant and I really 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 missed her and it it was kind of like there was a couple of other friends that were not so friendly with her at the time and then like one by one we kind of had these moments where we like sort of made it up and I was in town and I saw her working in somewhere I knew that's where she worked and I just walked in yeah I just walked in and I just (laughs) hugged her and I was just like I miss you so much like how are you and she was like oh my god I miss you so much too and I think we'd both been thinking the same thing and from that po- from that moment on, we've been tight as anything and it's never happened again. Yeah. And I think sometimes you need that. I've had that as well. It's definitely, you have to just let your friendship go through these phases where yeah. you'll be closer at sometimes and not close to others. I had that at uni. One of my best friends now, we barely, we didn't like not speak on purpose. It wasn't an actual thing, but we just barely spoke. We, yeah. had, we had other things going on. And then now we've developed a whole new like closeness to our friendship um, now that we have loads in common again. So Friendships will go like up and down like that. That's just life. And I think also there was a question from Neha who asked, how would you go about rekindling an old friendship? I think you just got to go for it. I think you just have to be so honest. And in a way, yeah. like I wasn't even really planning to do that. It was just, I physically saw my old friend and it like hurt inside. I was just like, I need to do something to try and rectify this. Um, because you pro- you probably know your friend well, like you're obviously close friends for it to be that upsetting to you. You know what to do. Like, you know how to get that person back. Like, you know what you need to say. If you need to apologize, apologize. Like, let's not try and be like, all kind of, uh, uh, I'm not apologizing here. Just be honest and open. And yeah, I just think- Don't hold grudges. It. Like if you need to say how you, f- if there was a big situation, a big drama, you need to say like how you feel at the time and then do that and then like, move forward yeah you just move on and now it's like a funny yeah. thing we honestly don't even talk about it it's just like I I quite I forget that it's happened until I read this question I was like oh yeah there was that time I didn't talk to my close friend so for like two years <laughs> now I would never be without that person um Olivia asks obviously friendships can change become one-sided etc but when is the point that you'd let go I think again as you get older you become a bit more selfish like in a good way mm. you have to start looking out for yourself a bit more Um, And I think you know when you're in something bad and Uh there's this no positive in it for you and it's just bringing you down. And I would always say like try first to make it better. 
Like yeah. be honest, have a good conversation, see if it helps. And if you've done everything you can do, then you know it's just not right for that moment. And you're right in what you've said previously. There's, It doesn't have to be a big like, whoa, oh my gosh, big like row in the street or anything. Like it probably will just be a fizzle. But I think you're right. You've got to, you don't want to have any regrets. You want to feel like you, you tried, you put your all into it. But you're right. I think as we get older, you become more economical with your time shall we say I think you realize you like what is serving me here but not even like from a selfish point of view it's like what is this serving that person as well or is this just adding stress can we not be here for each other and if you can't then maybe it's just like not right for now yeah and it is tricky if one of you so say you're not wanting to be in that friendship anymore but they are quite persistent that's tricky it's tricky if you don't want to have that confrontation, confrontational conversation, you're just like trying not to text back as often. Like, Ugh. I don't know, you'd hope that they get the vibe. Yeah. It's, I think that's always happened to me. It's never had to be like, oh, I don't know. It is awkward though, isn't it? It is. It's such, it, <laughs> this is our advice for everything. We're like, it's really awkward, guys. Ooh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, it is I awkward. think, you know, sometimes you have things that are like playing. I'm such like a, in my feelings person like I just think think sometimes you know like you just know it's like weighing on you you don't want to do anything that's going to keep you up at night but like on honest and open conversations are always the best thing yeah definitely do you feel like you've been stuck in friendships because you're much more of like a polite kind of giving (laughs) person I I imagine you'd stay in a friendship longer than you should do because you feel bad and like but I imagine you giving more in a friendship than someone else. Because I feel like if I know I'm, I haven't got many friends that I don't like. Cause I've just, I kind of never really get to the point where I even engage in the friendship. <laughs> Cause I'm like, if they're not right, they're not, I'm not going to invest my time. Do you know what I mean? So I don't have that. All of my friends, I don't have anyone in my life that I'm like, nah, cause I don't even let, get it, let it get to that point. But have you ever felt like you're like, oh God, I don't get anything from this friendship. Probably I when I was younger. Out. Probably when I was younger. Yeah. And I think when you, yeah, you're right. When you get older, your your tolerance for bullshit is just, it just gets lower. So I think I'm the same as you. I don't have a lot of friends. I just, yeah, I have friends that have different, not purposes, but you know what I mean? Have friends that I go for yeah. different things. But yeah. I don't, I don't think I have any, anyone that I'm like, I, d- I don't, I don't know. I feel like I need everyone. I feel like I need everyone yeah. and they need me. I feel like it's a reciprocal relationship, but probably like that's back good. in the day. Um, and I think things that haven't have just fizzled and that's fine. Yeah. Like it hasn't been a huge offensive, oh my God, I can't believe that person said that. It's just fizzled. And that's, that's yeah. sometimes a shame because there is people in my life that I had a really good time with. So fun. I was like, oh my God, these people are so fun. And I really thought we would be friends forever. And it just hasn't worked out. And maybe that's like our lives, our where we live in the world, like things just haven't worked out and the effort like hasn't really been made on both sides. But that's fine. Cause I'm like, I'm full. Do you know what I mean? Like my cup is full. Like I'm okay. I'm okay about that. And I have the memories. Yeah, this question didn't come up, but I think it's really interesting. Something that's quite tricky, I think for us with friendships is that because we post everything online, people often don't really need to like, check up on us and ask how we are because they think that they're, they're like oh like they, they I don't need to ask how you are because I know that you got a new sofa yesterday <laughs> I know that you made a roast chicken with gray and it's like those are the bits I posted online but that's not necessarily True. like how I am um so that's I think the, and this might be for everyone as well I think the internet maybe 
becomes a bit of a barrier to have those like good catch-ups with friends so this is my reminder to people to check in on your friends and see how they are because the stuff you see online is like not the real stuff don't you find it awkward though this is completely unrelated that like people from our past see our stuff online and like people who might have known us at school ex-boyfriends all of these types of things i'm like oh my god i wonder if that person like yeah also that you just reminded me of that because you were like oh you'd see an old you'd like you'd you know rekindle an old friendship and I don't know if that would happen as much with us because because I've had this before where I've like someone has come into my dms from like back in the day and I'm like oh my god I'm so excited I'm like how are you and they're so chill and I'm like they're so chill because this isn't new and exciting to them because they've obviously been following me and they know. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's like when you bump into someone, you're like, oh my God, you've changed so much. I haven't seen you for years. And they're not as shocked to see you. And then you're like, oh yeah, I post my face online all the time. <laughs> it's kind of almost a bit of a shave, isn't it? I want to bump into someone from primary school and be like, no way. And they're like, whoa, Lily, you've changed. People say, they always say I've never ch- I don't change. Here you go. The perils of friendship and being a blogger, a nice little insight. Random. Random. <laughs> Pauline asks, how do you maintain friendships during COVID? I haven't seen my best mate for almost a year now and we FaceTime and watch Gogglebox. Love that. Like, love a little yeah, like group Gogglebox. So. so cute. Oh, and first dates. Oh my gosh. Yes, loving the taste here. But do you have any other fun recommendations? I have a list. I'll give it to me. Okay, voice notes and videos are very important. Yes. Like, my best friend lives in Australia. Voice notes are obvious, but if you want to like take it up a notch, video messages, because then you can listen at any time. There's no pressure to do like face, you know, to FaceTime, you have to be like on it. Yeah. You have to concentrate. There's no breaking. Yeah. Like videos, do them whenever, send them whenever. You can watch them back that love them. You can make a compilation video of your videos <laughs> to each other. Lots of videos going on there. Friday night drinks, you could have like an occasion, you know, like Friday night drinks where you like make a certain cocktail together, get all the ingredients beforehand. Yeah. You could do a cook along. Oh, that was on you, like, my cook list. Something. That was oh, on my sorry. list. No, no, that's good. Taking, really do you want to? You you do some. You do some. I'll come back. Well, to mine me. was a cook along as well. Like we yeah. done that with our friends who live up by Birmingham, and we did a cook along lasagna. It was lovely. I love that. Um, wine tasting, like Lily said, like a little cocktail making. Yes. We got a wine box and then did a little wine tasting. We were there for hours, and we got a bit like woo, a bit tipsy. It was really really fun. And then also, I've just put like nice gifts like just know just telling your friends that you're there like uh this week i sent some sweets we love pick pick yo mix it is yeah. our favorite website to order from i got some friends some veggie sweets from there like cocktail kits like is there a homemade person like a, a person nearby that does like homemade cake deliveries like those grays box yeah. something like that just like a nice little like thinking of you moment a book club oh yes very good idea into that. You could do you could do workouts together. Like Rich and his friends started in the first lockdown. They do like Zoom workouts and they're still doing them now. Yeah, we've done that as well. That's fun. And then I've just put, try not to say, yeah, good, thanks, you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because like, do you know what I mean? It's so easy to catch up and be like, how are you? Yeah, good, how are you? Like actually try and like make time to have a real conversation about like how you are and what's going on. Because I think it's easy over the kind of Zoom and FaceTime to just... I find that with like my long distance friendships, it's hard to like get to the gritty stuff. So yeah. um, try and make the time for that. That's a really good idea. Um, yeah, I, I I I agree with all of those. I think they're brilliant. <laughs> Thank you for answering the Flor- question. <laughs> Florence asks, do you mix your friendship groups? Like uni friends, childhood friends, work friends? If so, how did it go? If not, why? 
This is a great question because me and Lily are complete opposites with this. Yeah. Like, although I have had instances of it hasn't worked. You're going to say like, I love mixing my friends, right? No, I'm going to say I don't. No, you're going to say I do. You do. Yeah. I don't. No, you don't. And it's not like, it's not because I don't think people will get on. It's that I think I thrive in a more intimate environment. I think it's better. I, I prefer that. Like, I prefer just like, really like one-on-one like intimate or it's just like us four you know what I mean like with grey like that's lovely so for me I just prefer a more intimate environment I really thrive off of those like deep and meaningful conversations which personally I find easier in like one-on-one and I've also written in my notes I think I show off when there are more people around and then I go home and I'm like oh my god why did I say that like I think I get a bit sort of a bit ahead of myself because I'm a bit of a class clown and I'll do anything to make people laugh so I think I start kind of like going into that and just like trying to make people laugh and just being a bit kind I don't know I I have never seen that ever I don't know I just feel like I come home and I'm just like oh my god did I really what what did I say that for god that person I, I don't know I start like overthinking it that's so, so for funny. me, I've always kept people like quite separate. And I, I think in a way it, it works for me because I like that. Like, oh, we're going to do this, night, this, this night. And then we're having girls night. And then we're going to do something with Lily and Rich. And then we're going to, just helps me like have more things to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is where we're like, we are slightly different because I know Lily has well, a different answer here. Because I like, first of all, when I feel like I've like found someone great, I just want to like... <laughs> bring them home and like show everyone so like when we met I feel like whenever I meet someone new and I'm like yep they're great I want to like show them to my parents I want to like introduce them to my best friend first of all I feel like meeting your other friends really like you meeting my friends makes you get to know me better yeah because my friends are almost like a reflection of me like here is my collection of friends and you can judge me by them because they're great. So yeah. that's one part. It's like, I want you, this new friend to get to know me better. So I introduce them to my friends. But also like, yeah, I get excited and I'm so proud of all my friends and I love them that I like want to show them off to each other. And like, I'm like, so I've got Anna, she's so great. And then I'm like, I've got Deb, she's so great. Imagine them together, they'd be like so great. Like I just get so excited to like see, and I sit there and I'm just like smiling Aww. ear to ear, like watching friends engage with each other. <laughs> And I think it's funny because some people get a bit like jealous and they don't like that. Whereas I just love it. It always takes the pressure off me a, a bit, I guess, to like, yeah, because I, I'm a bit like, I find it a bit awkward sometimes, a bit intense to like, a bit kind of what you said to like be on show. I don't know. So I, I always say it's pressure. Off. I like having that other person there as well to like fill in the blanks when I don't really know what to say or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I love mixing friends, but it doesn't always work. Yeah. Like I'm lucky that my friends do, because they're all very similar in a way, or they have qualities that work well together. It has worked. And like my hen was great, but there are definitely some friends that I'm like, oh, they would not go on. And my 30th birthday, I remember thinking there's two guys who I know are going to clash and then it's not going to work. And they ended up really getting on that weekend, which even they were like shocked at. They were like, wow, who knew that was going to happen? But I think it was just a one-off. They were both in like good moods, like (laughs) long-term. There's some people that I just like, like, nah, they're not going to. And as I've got older, there's definitely certain friends that I wouldn't see together. But I almost like pairing up being like, oh, who would they get on with? Who would they 
really You're enjoy it. You're such a matchmaker. No, and you know what? Actually, I'm thinking now, and that's got, that's got me thinking, like, my 30th, our wedding. Yeah, it, you loved it. It was actually yeah. really nice. And it's nice for people. And now you're like, oh, no, I get it. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, oh, that, pe- that yeah. person, that couple. And, like, it gives everyone a chance to get to know each other that you've been talking about all this time. And actually, that was really nice. So maybe I need and to And I like it. Myself. Like, meeting your friends... Because there are some friends you talk about all the time, and I'm like, mm, Matt and Sally, me, me, me. <laughs> and then when I meet them, I'm like, oh, Matt they're so nice. <laughs> it makes it better because otherwise you kind of build up in your head these like evil people who are like taking all the time from your. Fr- Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's nice to meet people and then be like, oh my god, yes, so now it. I get why you talk about you like them and talk about them. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so like me and Matt had like a moment at your wedding or wherever it was, and you were like, oh my god, you and Matt were like hanging out, and I was like, yeah, Matt, you talk about him all the time, and now I know oh, what he's like. That's so nice. That is good. That's so. Nice. Try it. If you haven't mixed your friends, give it a go. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. What's the worst um, can happen? Exactly. Philippa asks, when you or your friend has moved to another country, how do you keep the closeness? It's not the same as your everyday friends who you keep in touch with daily and talk about your daily lives. How do you know when to reach out? What to do when you feel like you're the only one reaching out? So hard. This is why I hate when my friends move away and they all do. <laughs> I feel like you have a bit more experience with this than I personally do. I friggin' hate long distance friendships. And we've made like good effort with yeah. all those video messages and everything, but it's just hard. Like, especially the ones with the tricky time zones. Like some are easier. Yeah. Jamaica's not too bad. Australia is a nightmare because one of you's always like tired. Yeah. It's either the evening or the morning. And it's really, like you said, it's hard to fill in those in-between bits. It's like you can have big old catch-ups, but if you forget to say something, they don't see the everyday like, oh my God, this just happened because... They're not there for that. You can't quickly WhatsApp them in the middle of the day when something funny happens. It it can be helpful to almost keep a list. Like throughout, if you know you're catching up on a Friday, you can kind of keep a list throughout the week of like little things or things that you think of. So there's not so much pressure just on that call to like think of things at the time. Yeah. And like I said earlier, like not just doing the like, yeah, good, thanks, how are you? Like really try and think about it. But it can be quite intense because you're like have an hour Zoom and they're like, how are you? And you're like, well, I feel like this about work and I'm really stressed. It's like quite intense, it's but it has in. to be that way. Yeah. And you can't just be like, yeah, good. How's life? Like, you've got to get in deep with those chats. Otherwise, like you said, you kind of just miss out on so much. I hate it. I mean, I have experience of this with my sister. So I haven't seen my sister since last May. Um, yeah. I was supposed to see her this year and obviously it hasn't happened. And she's in New Zealand. Um, and it is, I guess it's kind of different with a family member because you're like, yeah, we're blood you know what I mean it's not like yeah. my sister's going anywhere so in a way sometimes it's nice not to hear from her because I take that as a sign that she's happy and she's too busy having fun so it's a different kind of it's a different setup but if I if we don't hear from her if she goes a bit quiet it means that she's having the best time she's probably a bit hungover and she's just having like we just let her be you know like in a way I, I take it that she's not bored it means she's busy it means she's working it's a good sign um and I agree with what you were saying earlier like voice notes are amazing like actually amazing we call them mini podcasts and we just send each other like I mean sometimes they're like 10 minutes she has been known to do a 20 minute and I'm like that's just a little bit too much for me it's a little bit too much for me but it's so nice I like put my headphones on and I just listen to my sister like chatting away about her life in New Zealand and then I'll do one back and it's, it's not daily like these voice notes are not daily it's maybe like we go back and forth maybe like twice a week she does do facetimes and facetimes are really lovely like especially because I'm living with my parents so we all get to like see each other which is so nice 
Um, and you're right, it's, you kind of just have to like, you have to keep up with the deeper meaningful stuff. You can't keep it just surface level. Um, but like photos, voice notes, occasional FaceTimes, it's kind of, kind of all you can do right now. But I feel you, it's hard. And I'd love to see my sister. It's a weird one. Like I message, I've, when I talked to Keisha, I asked, you asked different questions than you would ever ask someone that isn't long distance because anyone else you'd see, you'd see all the little things they do. But I literally have to say to her, like, to tell me about your day. Like, tell me from beginning to end what happens when you wake up. Like, tell me all the bits in between. Like, and then what do you do? You just have to, like, ask more detailed questions yeah. to be able to, like, imagine their life. Or, like, give me a tour of your house. I want to see where you live. Yeah. Because you don't see all of that. Yeah, my sister was, she FaceTimed the other day and she was actually, she was eating a scone for her lunch and then she was walking back to work and we were, we like saw her walking back to work and we were like, oh my God, I can't believe this is your walk to work. Like it's so beautiful and it's so nice. And it's just that like mundane yeah. everydayness that she probably doesn't even think is that interesting. We, we were like sat here in rainy UK, just like <laughs> looking at her in gorgeous New Zealand and like not having a care in the world. And we were just like, that's so amazing to see. So yeah, yeah. here for the mundane everyday. Camilla asks, what different types of friends do you have? I.e. the going to the pub friends, the movie night at home friends, the deep meaningful chat friends. Are there any types of friends you have now that would have surprised you when you were younger? Um, I've got like, the last question I'm not sure about actually. Any that would have surprised me? I had I'm not sure. Uh, go on, you're what's I yours have one. for that one? I don't think when you're younger, of course you don't realise that work friend like work friends who are also your real yeah. friends are like so important, especially if you're freelance and self employed. I know we say this I feel like we say this every podcast. But honestly, I don't know what I would do without Lily. We are constantly voice noting each other. We are constantly messaging each other. Yeah. And like, you, we get each other through. And it's weird. Rich was talking about it the other day because I was talking to Rich about that. I don't know how it came up. And he was like, you and Anna are like, probably like the closest out of any of your friends, even though it's a totally different type of friendship. Yeah. And like I've got best friends I've known forever, but it's the fact that we kind of speak daily. <laughs> it's, it's the sheer. There's no one else I speak to every day. <laughs> no it's ridiculous and also getting understanding each other's work because I think work can sometimes feel like such a separate part of your life you all have different jobs to your friends and no one really gets what anyone else does like I don't know what any of my friends really do for work I know what they do but I don't get it there's the fact that we get it and like when I have big issues with work which is a big part of your life like you're the only person that can help me with that so that's quite it is can be really special to have a a, like a work wife that's what I would oh yeah I have put in bracket work wife in brackets surprise so that's the one I agree that's surprising yeah it's the surprise and it's you don't you obviously when you're younger you don't realize that that's not something that you have is it until you like enter the world of work and yeah I just think that is so important I would also say like never underestimate the person you can tell everything friend like oh my god you have to have that friend like that friend that is just there like Oh my God, the amount of times I'm with one friend, the amount of times that she calls me crying or I call her crying, like that is just, and, and they go, hey, and you go, hey, yeah. and they go, oh no. <laughs> like, oh, what's Absolutely. Happened? Like, you need that friend in your life. Also, these friends are always changing. Like, my going to the pub friends might be my movie night at home friends mm-hmm. now. Like, things change. And I would also say, don't be dismissive of meeting your partner's friends because are Mark's like Mark's closest guy friend the four of us like him and his partner me and Mark are so tight and we've gone on loads of bloody holidays and they're like some of the best holidays I've ever been on and like these are two people well I mean 
Jamond I met like literally straight after I met Mark and I just thought oh my god this guy is brilliant he's wearing Dr Pepper pajama bottoms and I just love him and he's great and then obviously I met I meet his partner like later on down the line known her for you know a number of years now but I'm like you were not in my life yeah. originally and now you're here and you're brilliant and I just like they're some of our closest it's friends so nice. and so never never be like oh no I don't really want I don't really want them to stay over or I don't really want yeah. them, you know they're not really my friends like no they, they could exactly be. I definitely got like a go-to for advice older sister friend like a deep and meaningful friend that you kind of said yeah. one that you can just say anything to yeah. and you don't have to be like oh this is gonna sound bad but you just say it the support system friend I think this maybe comes more when you have kids but like the one you can message middle of the night or just like you just need them there they are support yeah uh easygoing friend is an important one there's no less value to others but it's just you know just laid back whatever friend and the coffee date friend. So that's the one that like, maybe you couldn't spend an entire day with, but you'd go for like a really nice coffee with. Do you know what I mean? It's like a certain amount of time yeah. you spend and that. It, it, like you said, they all have different purpose in your life. No one's more valuable than the other. They're just different. They're different and, and it changes. And I love like, I've just got some friends that are so fun and I just love their carefree spirit. And like, you sometimes your friends are really like-minded and they're really like you and other times they're not and they bring out this completely different side of you and I just love that like god friends are the best like I don't know where I would be without my girlfriends like they're just everything and I think actually recording this episode has made me realize I'm like I'm sending voice notes to every (laughs) single person in my whatsapp after this just to be like how is everyone like a nice little check-in this has really given me a kick up the arse definitely Um, The next question is from Eve, who asks, I feel so lonely after having my baby in May. Oh, I had a baby in May. I'm the first of our friendship group to have a baby, and I really thought that I'd gain a bunch of new mum friends during maternity leave, but this hasn't happened because of COVID. Any advice? Oh, Eve. Congratulations on your new baby, but that sounds tough. It's a lonely time, like, even when COVID isn't around, so I can't even imagine. Um, And, yeah, like, because I did things like NCT which I didn't like make friends friends but even just to have that whatsapp Mm. group so first of all I would say like let your friends in like even if they haven't had kids you'd be surprised how they can be there for you in different ways so let them in and be honest with how you're feeling you'll know if they shut down your feelings then that 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 person isn't right but some people might surprise Mm you and just go somewhere where mums are like go anywhere where mums are and that's a playground if that's a doctor's surgery when you're getting your jabs done like you will find yourself being near other mums and like my sister made her best mum friend in the like bed next to her in the hospital like just turn your head and say how how are you like how are you getting on like and you'd be surprised actually you have so much in common and it's quite easy to make mum friends that way it's really hard though without all the groups and stuff I agree. I mean, I'm, I feel similar. I'm just further down the line, but I do feel similar in that way. Um, or again, with the friends of friends thing, like ask around if any of your friends have other friends that are have newborn babies and chat to them. Yeah, even if it just starts as like an Instagram DM thing for now and can progress to something later on when everyone yeah. can like all meet. Um, but Eve, I hope you're doing okay. I hope your baby's so, all well. Sending lots sending of love. Sending lots of love. <laughs> the final question comes from Susie who says, what is your fondest friendship memory? Mine is from primary school when my friends took time to teach me how to skip. 
I have mild cerebral palsy and found stuff like that really hard. I've always cherished the fact that my friends took the time to do that for me. They even got a merit badge at assembly for doing it. Oh, oh my god, I can't bear how cute that, that is. is. Adorable and like just such a lovely story and and so oh. like what a lovely story of friendship. I just loved that comment. So nice. So nice. God, I have so many. It's so hard to like pick one. That comment made me want to think back to primary school, but actually I picked something that's a bit more of like a recent memory. I have so many. I mean, my whole primary school experience was just like wonderful. But I think the one that comes to mind is when my friend Hannah won a trip to New York and she took me as her like plus one. And it was just wild. Like we were like 20. Yeah, so she was 21 and I was 20. And we just had the most, it was literally like a film. Like we went to New York for the weekend and like we blagged our way into a bar because I was underage. She was 21, but they read my ID wrong. So I'm the 9th of December, but in America they do the month and then oh, the yeah. date. So they thought it was, my birthday was the 12th of September. So I like got into a bar, guys were like buying us drinks and like it literally was just like some sort of weird sex in the city film where we were just like having the best oh. time ever. And we kept looking at each other to being like, this is ridiculous. This is so much fun. And it was just, it was the, probably the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. So that was a really fun oh, friendship that memory. Sounds, oh my God, that sounds so fun. I thought the same. Like yeah. Susie was obviously talking about primary school and I was like, oh, primary school is super fun memories for me as well. But I picked a time maybe when we were sort of like 18, me and my friends were 18. So it's before we all went off to uni and kind of went to different towns. And I just wrote like getting ready with my friends before a night out always around my friend's yes. house because her mum is just super cool and was just like sure girls here's Bacardi breezes you know that kind of like we just go around there have a great time <laughs> and and like that getting ready we always used to it might sound a bit strange like in the same in the bathroom together like my friend would be in the bath my friend's <laughs> in the bath she's shaving her legs we're sat at the side just like having a chat like just that kind of you know what I mean that like getting communal getting ready yeah. Like, I don't care if you're naked, you're not fine, you need help into that, zip you up the back. Oh, you want me to fake tan your back, fake tan your back for you? Like that whole just process of getting ready for a night out is just so fun. Like, it's just so fun. I have really, also a million photos. You had to take a million photos before a night out back in the day. (laughs) Post them all on Facebook with captions, tags, everything. Um, Yeah, I just have really fond memories of that. And that's obviously something that we we can't do now and we obviously haven't done in a long time. And yeah, yeah, I just think that was really fun. Really, really fun. Just like sleepovers as well. Yeah. Oh, and then like cold pizza in the morning. Um. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I love pizza, but you have to to reheat it in the frying pan. That's the Domino's tip, you know. Oh, I do miss getting ready with friends for a night out. That, that, that's not even a COVID thing. That hasn't happened for <laughs> years for me anyway. It was just fun. I've really enjoyed recording this episode. This has just made me just really appreciate all the incredible women in my life. And I'm 100% going to sit Same. and just write like some nice messages to people now. Because I think that's the other thing. Like if, if there's one takeaway, just like send a nice message to your friend, telling them how much you appreciate them. Absolutely. I hope it was helpful for you guys. But yeah, just have a bit of confidence to reach out, make new friends. And like Anna said, cherish the ones that you already oh, have. Did you write that down, Lily? That was so good. No. Oh my God, that was no. off the cuff. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> 
Right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join the At Home with Facebook group, join in the conversation, and sending your questions for upcoming episodes. So, like we mentioned, we're going to be love doctors, love doctors next week. <laughs> Well, I'm scared of this one because we've both been in relationships. Since yeah, I'm like, I haven't kissed another boy you... in like 12 years, yeah. um, but we're really ready to give you some advice. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Lily at Lily Pebbles and me at the Anna Reddit on all social media channels. And thank you to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. Tune in next Thursday for a new episode. See you guys then. And we'll speak to you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>